Got it. Okay. So James just asked if it was a four-hour podcast. I was How do I sound? Oh, you sound great. Four hours of just straight content. That'd What's be... up, James Montillo? Good to see you, buddy. What's up? Hey. So I tape. <laughs> you're probably the roast master in New York City. Yeah. You are. It's a lot of, right, a lot of savagery. So, um, so start us from the beginning, how you got into comedy, how you got into roast, because I was even seeing clips of you at the stand, um, at the old stand. Yeah, this is years ago. So you've been um, you've been around doing roast for a while, so talk yeah. about it a little bit. The uh, Well, comedy started, I, I had always been interested in doing it, and then a friend of mine uh, quit his job one day, and he got blackout drunk, and he's like, hey, I want to do an open mic. Uh, this is my time to do it. And I didn't, you know, I always had thought about doing it, so I decided to sign up. This was a Laughing Buddha open mic. Uh, terrible organization, but whatever. This was at the old, I guess the comedy shop now. It used to be the Village Lantern in the basement. Oh, okay, because they had the the Laughing Buddha at, what was that one, on 7th Street that yeah, they do now? Uh, climate, yeah, 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 yeah climate the lunch. old days. Did it, got hooked just right away. And this was like six years ago and just been hooked ever since. And was there, I mean, what was the transition really to getting into it full time and then also kind of finding your niche? Oh, it took a while. It took, my first two years, I pretty much only did open mics. That's all you do the first couple of years, just only open mics, uh, just grinding, trying to get better. I don't, you're talking about doing it full time, like doing it every night pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if there was an exact moment. I'm just, I, I love making people a little bit happier which sometimes i don't do sometimes i make their nights worse but <laughs> when you can make them good it's good right but um just going from open mics which you started doing were you doing it almost every single night oh pretty much yeah i used to do uh the climate ones the lantern the stand used to have the old stand used to have mics i don't maybe they still do no it. they I'm still not. do i remember seeing one i was there on wednesday night i opened for matt friend Are you familiar with matt yes, i've heard of so, him, okay yeah. so um i was hosting a show and then like before i was trying to get into the room the upstairs yeah. room and it looked like they were having an open mic i think they oh, have yeah. one if you guys are interested like 5 30 p.m. on some weeknights yeah. at the stand i'm not so familiar uh which nights in general but that's like what james was talking about in terms of like getting into comedy putting your foot in the door how did you get into roasts oh man i uh, the same comic who i started with he actually quit uh you're still going strong still going strong he is like yeah he's like married now he has kids in a house he's oh, a real man. loser that, dude that's crazy <laughs> how like some people would be like oh he's living the dream or like Comics on, in our stance would be like, oh, the grass is greener. He's not making the grass is greener where you water it, James, not, well, as you know. He's not making 20 bucks a night. Dude, <laughs> what, is Dude what do you mean 20 bucks for fucking 10 minutes, man? Doing good. Uh, so uh, we, so he challenged me on a podcast. I remember what podcast. I like a, a live. Like, imagine someone calling into this and just challenging. Yeah, I want to make sure that we can see your face. Just oh, on the, that's the on worst the part. Everything else is fine. What, of the face? Yeah. Strain it out a little bit. A little straight. No, 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 not your neck. The, the mic. Oh, like that? Kind of like that. Let me see, yeah. All right. All right, we're good. We're good. And uh, we do the roast, and I didn't know anything about... Oh, sorry. Okay, keep going. Keep telling us the story. As I didn't know anything about them. I, I didn't know much about roast, and I just totally destroyed him. He bombed. I just killed him, and ever since then, I've been... And then uh, my second roast was against Maddie Smith, who's like... She doesn't do roast anymore, but she was like the best of the best back in the day. And she's like a great, obviously she's a great successful comic now. She's been on TV, but we had our second roast against each other. 
and I did pretty well. And then I just, I'm kind of like, I just want to do this a lot. And then I started producing it a couple years at New York Comedy Club. And then actually last night was our seven, seven year anniversary show. I haven't, I haven't been involved for that long, but it was the show seven year anniversary. So that was, that nice. was a lot and, of fun. And you pitched it to a comedy club just to bring like a specific show. No, no, New York Comedy Club had already had the show. Um, it, it started in L.A., the L.A. Roast Battle, and then uh, came to New York, and they'd been doing it two years, and then the owner of New York Comedy Club asked me, Emilio asked me to start producing it. And you've been doing it for seven years now? Not me personally. I've been doing it for four. I've been producing it. What has been the most memorable roast battle? Oh, my goodness. Of mine or just... I think in general, when you were there, if you were a judge, somebody else was a judge, it was fun. There's a battle. You could probably look it up on YouTube. I could send it between Mia Faith Hammond... And Jess Clayton. Jess Clayton, I think, isn't doing comedy right now. Mia Faith Hammond still is. Probably the best roast battle I've ever seen. In terms of it was just perfect. The back and forth was perfect, top to bottom. It kind of sounds like an obscure battle, looking back at them, because none of them, I mean, they're both very funny, are, like, super, superstars, but, like, I, I got to send this. I mean, I don't know if we could pull up clips or, like, how you do that, but if we could add it in, it was the best battle I've ever seen. Okay, I'll put the link right here. James, yeah. you'll send me the link. Yeah. But in terms of roasts, is it normal? Or I see, kind of, for the most part, that comics have their phone with them on stage. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, for the New York Comedy Club ones, they're 13 jokes. So, you're probably, it's, it's easy to forget one. It's easy to slip up. But if you're a judge for one, let's say, and somebody doesn't bring up their phone and somebody does, do you guys judge them on that or no? It depends how much they're glued to the phone. If they're really looking at it and reading it, it's not as good. But if they kind of glance over, it's fine. But as long as the jokes are delivered good, it doesn't. it's not a big deal. Because I feel like some comics would just feel pressure to not bring up the phone. Yeah. And then it ultimately would potentially not go well for them if they only remember like nine out of 13 jokes. And 13 jokes is a it's lot to most, remember like well, on the fly. Yeah, let's put it this way. It's much worse to forget a joke than to read off your phone if you just stumble in, in LA they're, they're more strict on it uh, they don't like the phone well but, but do they do less jokes five okay so five is yeah, a little 13's easier 13 a lot yeah five you could kind of it's a little easier to remember but 13 a ton so is there anyone in particular that you participated in when you roasted somebody what do you mean? Like, it, were you, where you were the actual person in the competition, meaning and you weren't the judge. Like, like um, a roast battle that you thought went really well yourself, personally. Oh, yeah. Me and, me and Matt Broussard had a great one about a year ago. Uh, he's one of the best. He's great. Man. So you've also been hosting a lot of other shows. Yeah. I, Some I, in I, Astoria. Just, I just recently started hosting a lot. Uh, which I enjoy. I don't mind it. There is something fun about hosting because you could kind of try more of your new material. I find hosting is good. If you do do well, great. And it's a good opportunity to kind of try new stuff. And I don't know. I enjoy it. How much time are you comfortable with on stage now? Like st- just going up there and being like, all right, James, do as much time as you're comfortable doing. Yeah. I mean, a half hour. I mean, I did my first half hour back in February, which doesn't sound like a big deal but did I you think, release it uh yeah it's on youtube i could we could do the link for that also. all right we'll put the freaking link right here too the trying plug. to trying to I'm in the process of making it an album and uh that whole thing but that's, okay that's a whole nother animal that's a lot it's a so long in making it an album I, yeah, how would you how would you do that changing it from so like you basically got to get the album. audio for every joke or every bit and then label it and then get it on amazon it's like a whole process but but it would just be editing the current video that you have or you yeah. do it again no 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 you edit edit what you have already 
So I, uh, yeah, I've never done a half hour before that. I always knew I had it, but I wanted to see. Let me go actually go up there and do it. So that was fun. And mm. the fact that it was a good 30 minutes set was good. Dude, also, where are the White Claws? You were like, I'm bringing White Claws. Oh, we're getting rowdy. Oh, Dude, thank God you didn't bring White Claws. Because I know you would have pressured me to like take a sip. I would have been a risen, uh, miserable the rest of the day. Yeah. Well, I don't you really don't, drink so much. You don't drink? Not really. Well, I haven't another, eaten today, so it would have been a nightmare. I've, I basically am sober now. I've really cut down on drinking. And it's it's the best. How has that affected you? I'm definitely better on stage, not drinking. Do you? Oh, you drink before shows usually? I used to, no more. And is it like a, I'm trying to be 100% sober. It's like a morning thing that you don't feel well, or is it like Morning, night? when I'm drinking, I get very um, anxious. I get kind of upset. I, it's so many... I mean, you said you're not a big drinker, right? Is that for the same reason you find that? Uh, yeah, I really don't feel great the next day. And it also sometimes takes me like 36 to 48 hours to, get, to like to re- recover. Yeah, to recover. Yeah. Were you ever a big drinker? Or you just kinda... Yeah, yeah. Like in college, it was crazy. There was yeah, this same. thing. Okay, so there was this thing called nickel night in college. Yeah, and that. it was basically the best chance for a guy who is a guy or girl who's under 20 years old 21 years old to enter the bar and like get in without an id so they'd have nickel night from 6 p.m to 7 30 p.m and what would they, they do they'd sell drinks for for a dollar so you'd go in you'd try and get in as early as possible i'd have like eight drinks within the first 30 minutes and i'd be passed out drunk like with my shoes on lights on in my dorm at 8 30 p.m wow like that's the oh, kind so of you were like me you, you were like an early you Boozer. go to sleep early. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. And I was also like a nightclub promoter. I was doing that like six nights where, where, a where week. Where did you go to school? I went to school in Manhattan, professional children's school. I went there for tennis, and then like I okay. spend my summers in New York City. Yeah. And I went to. Uh, I ended up going to college at UConn, so it was like a huge oh, party school, and I played that. tennis there. Nice. Yeah. So college, <laughs> I did a ton of drinking. I think yeah, it, it will last me the rest of my life. I same. I mean, we would start, especially senior year. I don't know what it was about our senior. Where'd year. Where'd you go? Quinnipiac. Oh my god, no way, another, bro Another big drink, not yeah, too far they, No, dude, we used to play you guys in tennis and beat you Yeah, we were pretty bad um, <laughs> But a big drinking school, just uh-huh. like, I mean But our senior year Beautiful I, I campus think, Yeah, yeah, it is uh, Our senior year, I think like the first 27 days We had like a countdown, we would just get fucked up It was literally like the first month in a row and then it just, you just, one day, you're like, I got to take one night. It's, it's like crazy. It's like military school. Not actually. Like, though. nobody can drink like that when they're 30 years old. No. But then when you're 21, 22, 23, even 24, 25, you can still do it. You still slug them back. Four yeah. plus drinks a night, and you're good, ready to go drink the next night easily. You got even that playing hair. sports, it was easily. You got that hair of the dog. Like, you're yeah. hungover. What are you going to do? You don't want to be hungover, so you just drink again. Do you feel like hair of the dog works when you're older-ish, like our age, you know, like 20s, or like 30s? I mean, yes, but I also think, think that... So? I it Yeah, but I think that's also called alcoholism. Yes, <laughs> when you just drink It's more. poison, man. It's crazy. It's and bad. it's so socially acceptable. It's fucked. People and will ask you, you're not drinking? What are you, sober? You don't drink? People don't say shit when people don't smoke weed. Yeah, and I made a pros and cons list like a week ago. There were like 20 cons, maybe one pro. Do you have it in your phone? No, oh. I wrote it down. But Shut. it's just like the Give cons are like anxiety. Drinking. Uh, not sleeping well. Feeling like shit the next day. Fighting with people. Sending crazy text messages. Being bad on stage. You know, uh, I mean, that was like six of them. Throwing up. I threw up on my birthday. For the first time in a while, you throw. You ever throw up drinking from drinking? 
Yeah, it's been a little bit. It's the worst. But it's, that's crazy. You get the spins, you throw up, then like you slowly get back to normal. Your friends are like, give him bread, give him bread. Yep. <laughs> that, I mean, those were like the top seven cons. Um, give us some bad, pros. Bad for your health. Bad for your health. Eight. Give us some pros. The pros like kind of fun for an hour. That's it. Well, you know what I'll do sometimes? I'll, I'll drink a little bit just to get buzzed. Like just a little, like two drinks maybe, and then stop. How do you feel the next day though? Fine. If you do Fine? that. Yeah. If you have two drinks. Yeah. I think it's just for me at this point. Well, I'll go like four to six weeks and not drinking and then I'll try two or whatever and I'm wasted. I feel great. Yeah. But then the next day I don't feel so great. Yeah. So you're trying to be sober for good. I mean, I smoke a lot of weed. I don't know if you That's can smell fine, it in here. I, Somebody I, smoked. It wasn't me. I consider that being sober, though, even if you smoke weed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do it enough, though, to consider it not being sober, though. Like, okay. I do I do it every day. Are you like a wake and bake type of person? Eh, not like wake and bake, but like within the few, first few hours of being awake, I'll bake. Yeah, so yeah I'm not much, <laughs> of, a, I'm not much like of a day that. smoker. Like, I'll smoke at night before bed or like at a party. I'm not you, much of you a... don't smoke like before stage or anything no. like that? No. I used to drink and smoke at the same time. Which wow. Really... And then go on stage? No, 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 no. Maybe once. But, uh, okay. But yeah, dude, I was it, drinking and smoking. I remember the first times I was doing like open mics and stuff. And then when people would give me like five minutes on their show, yeah. I, I would be wasted. You can do well I high. I was so nervous. High on stage? Yeah. Eh, probably it's, not. It's no. Tough, yeah. I cut it out like three hours before a podcast and then also three hours before show, a yeah. show. And then I sometimes don't even eat like a couple hours before the show. Well, I have like a very compulsive behavior. So if I'm drinking, smoking, I just want to keep doing more. Like I'm not yeah. the type to stop. That's kind of happens with there's me never with like, smoking sometimes. There's never enough high. I'm never like I'm high enough or I've drank yeah. enough. You Unless you smoke like, which I did for the first time the other night, I smoked a dab yeah. at the stand and I was like, I felt it. In yeah. my like upper cheeks, my oh, brow, God. I was so high. Have you smoked a dab? Uh, yeah, they they'll they get you, you freaking yeah. high. And especially, I, like I'm a weed smoker, also I smoke multiple joints every day, and that dab, so I felt it like right yeah. here. <laughs> I gave up. I gave up edibles. Okay, edibles because it was it's hard to monitor. It's just you can't. And then the person could lie to you about how much stuff is in it, or the person also might not even know how much stuff it really is. Yeah, you know, like the people selling it on the street are just doing a mixture. Like at least now. In a place like California or maybe New York where edibles are more regulated, you can kind of find out what actually your tolerance is. Because yeah. if people are doing 10 milligrams plus of like an edible and they don't smoke, they will be high AF. Especially yeah. if it's from like a medical grade place. And I got tired of convincing myself I was going to die every time I took an edible. Which like there were times where I'm just like I know... In my head, I'm like, I know no one's died from edibles. I'm going to be the first. And I <laughs> oh convinced my myself so many times. I remember one time my friend had, uh, like, weed the candy, just the weed candy. Pick. I didn't know what I was, how much. You just kind of pick at them. It was horrifying that night. Like, that, it was like a real. How much did they say was, was in it? I don't even remember. I think it was just the amount I had. Because I, I think seven. doses are off, too. Like, when your friends tell you, oh, it's 50 milligrams. First of all, if you have a legitimate medical-grade 50-gram gummy, yeah. you will be high AF yeah. for sure. But people will think, like, oh, 50 milligrams is not that much because they hear it from the street, whatever. And then they'll get a medical-grade one, and then they'll be like, oh, my God, I want to die. Or, yeah. like, vice versa. You get one in New York, and somebody's like, oh, it's just 10 milligrams or whatever. And then yeah. it ends up being... Hundred or something. I mean, I definitely have more fun smoking weed and drinking. I'd rather be very high than very drunk. Yes, me too. And it's just I, re I used to maybe sometimes get weed hangovers. Yeah, like maybe when I would eat That's if a you do ton. a lot. Yeah, if, you if I would a eat lot. a ton, smoke, and like I'm a vegan now, so like I oh, don't. Are you? Yeah, really? I think that that helps with just my day to day. Do you get more high? Great. Do you think you get more high? Eh, maybe. So what's your 
So you have to cook everything yourself, pretty much. Right? No, I order. I order out a good amount. Yeah, like vegan spots. Yeah, there's a ton um, in this particular area, and in, in Manhattan in general. Brooklyn also. Story. I'm How sure long have you been up. vegan? Um, almost three years now. Wow. Like two years and uh, three. But can you quarters, drink alcohol like as you're, re- if you're yeah. vegan? Any yeah. kind or? And, I mean, I not. I have not seen any alcohol with like milk, eggs, or freaking meat in it. So I mean, yeah. so we're good. But there's yeah. always like that chance that there's milk in something or milk like uh, powdered milk. Like, yeah. dude, Pop Rocks has milk in it. That's crazy. When I read that, I was like, what? How can Pop Rocks have milk in it? Yeah, the McDonald's french fries have beef in it. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that kind of makes sense because it's like cross, maybe contaminated. Yeah. But um, the Impossible Burger at Burger has King. Has it? No, I mean, it has the Impossible Burger, but I think that's, if you ask for cheese... They're just giving you regular American cheese, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. In most really kills Burger the purpose. Kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, who wants to have a sausage, egg, and cheese from Dunkin' Donut with Beyond Beef? No. And then, like, cheese on top of it. Like, it's not going to yeah, make you feel no good. it makes no sense for those places to be healthy. Like, try healthy. You're just going to go to a healthy place. I don't Potentially. Know well, I like the effort, though. Like, I have had Impossible Burgers before. How are and they? they're great. For Burger like King, burgers? they're great. Uh, I mean, they have more fluff in it just because they use the lettuce, the tomato, the onions. And okay. it kind of tastes, like, similar, you know, because the bun tastes yeah. a certain way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like the more restaurants that open and the more vegan options they have available it's going to start to just taste better and taste more like actual meat for people who are trying to transition or don't know that they want yeah, to try I mean, and transition people are definitely more health conscious now for sure definitely more so the gym um yeah occupancy is up definitely more so as i've seen it you know throughout I mean, the, this throughout is the, the only day. country and maybe mexico might be the other one where it's just the rate of obesity is just Disgusting compared it's not to other great. countries. Well, Mexico, they love Coke down there. That's the problem, you, you ever yeah. like seen one of those uh, oh, shorts on YouTube or something? No, they love it. Like, and even in the drugstore, they'll have like people casting spells with Coca Cola, like wow. dumping it on a wound or something like that. Just that's using Coca Cola to an insane amount. Yeah. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah. So I mean, for the most part, people are going to slowly, I think, turn over the vegan leaf. It would be, yeah, it would be great if this became a healthy country. Are, are there restaurants near you? You live in Astoria, right? Yeah. Near you that are vegan or there's like turning couple. that way? Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple that are close, vegetarian or at least the options. At least provide the options. Yeah, the, op- the options are definitely coming through. How long does it take you to get to comedy shows from Astoria if it's not in Astoria? I drive. So, oh, wow. Yeah. You have a car? Yeah, not today. but uh, Okay, I and you park it on the street? Yeah, which is a nightmare. It's a pain in the neck. Uh, but it beats the subway. I mean, I, I live in New York City. I haven't taken the subway in like three years. I'd rather, I just hate it. They're not making any effort to clean it or fix it or anything. And it's just, yeah, it's gross. So when the pandemic hit, you kind of were done? That was it, yep. That, that was, was it. it. And again, other countries, they don't have that. Like Japan is a very good updated metro system. A lot of countries have like... It's but I've seen videos in Japan though where they have those guys with sticks and they try and put in as many people as possible. Yeah, because everyone wants propaganda? to go. No, well, everyone wants to go on it. That's why. <laughs> I mean, when you don't have people like homeless people, I mean, a friend told me a homeless person shit on the subway. It's really bad. That's not great, and not in the toilet. No, they don't even have them. They don't have a toilet. It's tough. Also, like finding places to go to the bathroom in the city is tough. That should be easier. We should have oh, like yeah. nice porta potties every 
mile yeah. or something like you gotta that. You got to go and you got to buy something. You got to like go to a place. Yeah, dude, exactly. Or I was thinking you guys can actually steal this idea. Just give me credit. Yeah. Somebody make an app and then all the restaurants and then all the stores on the app say how much it's going to cost for them. Just like a quick uh, thumbprint of it's going to cost $1.99 to go number one in this particular Dunkin' Donuts, I think it's something ridiculous. like People that. People shouldn't charge. If I own a restaurant, I mean, but I that's the that's the city we're living in. People don't allow you to use the restroom unless you buy something. That's crazy. Even McDonald's, they have the codes on the door. That's nuts. Well, I think then we got to do a better job of keeping people out of them for just you know hanging out there. Yeah, for don't hang out at McDonald's hours at a time. So, how did the uh, pandemic <laughs> transform? You're thinking in terms of, I guess now you had to do Zoom shows. Like, how did the? How oh, did your that was the look? worst. I, I just remember the win- the worst was the winter, the first winter of the pandemic. So the December, 2020, January 2021. When we, I mean, we were doing shows in like tundras and just in on, on ice, just on top of ice. Well, you, oh, like you were speakers. doing park shows, also. Yeah, park shows, just street shows, just like shows just on top of like mountains of snow and just a speaker and just everyone bundled up. And I'm like, it's not to me. I'm like, this isn't worth it. Like this isn't what comedy is. How was the attendance at some of those shows? Scary. Good. <laughs> yeah. Cause people just wanted to get out. They were in their yeah. house literally all day. That's it. I mean, that was the worst, the winter of, uh, well, I was doing a lot of cocaine at that point. Just oh, wow. There was nothing else. And I quit and then co- cocaine, something I'll never do again. Uh, I don't know if you've ever done it, but it, it may, it's a very serious drug. I have. What was the moment that you were like, wow, never again? Uh, the next, I mean, you want to talk about feeling bad the next day. There's nothing like a cocaine hangover. I've heard Molly is pretty bad. Yeah, I have, Molly, I've done Molly maybe I, once or twice years ago, though. I did it once in college. Very bad come down. I mean, you just think of like a video game character when you're just all your en- energy is depleted, when you just have like nothing. Like it just sucks everything out of you. It's scary, yeah. Molly's the come down's really like bad. cocaine. You were talking about very similar, yeah. People, a lot of people killed, like commit suicide on the cocaine come down. It's that bad. And then, I mean, fentanyl has been like a huge. That's concern another thing, recently. yeah. Yeah, fentanyl. Weed's the way to go, guys. Now that it's illegal, you know, have Safe. a little gummy, five milligrams, test it out. Have of, a bite of everything you could do: alcohol, weed, coke. I think weed is the best, like the number one. Yeah, like if you would, ra- if I mean, if you have a child and you're like, what would you rather them do at that particular party? Have two drinks or take a puff of weed? Yeah, or those things probably similar in terms of head feeling. Got to have the puff and whatever it is. So, James, now that puff. summer um, is definitely a brewin, do you have anything exciting coming up? Or stuff you want to plug, whatever. Uh, going to Chicago next week, doing some shows there. Oh, nice. That'll Where are you fun. staying? The Lincoln Lodge I'm doing, the Laugh Factory. Oh, I'm just getting a hotel. Uh, the Laugh Factory, a couple other shows I got to look up, but that'll be fun. Have you been to Chicago? Once. I did like a mic there years ago, but not really for comedy, but it's a very good comedy city. Was it during the winter when you went last time? Mm, no, I think it was the summer. It was right before COVID. So that was good. There's, nice. some good, there's some good comedy cities out there. And I've seen you. You've gone down to Jersey a little bit, too. Atlantic City, yeah. AC Comedy Club is a good spot. Oh, yeah? It's pretty nice. When you go down there, do you spend the weekend there? 
No, I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a huge gambler, and that's really all there is to do there. Yeah, I'm not really such a gambler, too. No, that was another thing I used to do. I used to do sports betting and uh, another thing, and just had to. So quit. you've had a ton of vices in your. Well, I'm at the in point, your short life. Yeah, it's weird because I'm at the point now at 30. I just turned 30. I'm trying to figure out what to do with these vices to just give them up totally, or do them once a week, or do once a month, or. I don't know the best way to figure it out. Are you able to do it once a month? Some of it's harder than others, yeah. So I don't... It is weird. It is like trying to figure out, should I cut this out totally or do it a little bit? Do you bite your nails? I do, a lot. I do too. Yeah. I think it's just also like another strong-willed thing that you just have to think about all the time. Because like yeah. when I'm, even when I'm at the gym, I'm picking my nails. If I'm thinking about, I don't know, potentially eating, I'm biting them. Yep. Whatever it is, it's just always like a nail thing. It's so weird. So many people do it. Yeah, I've been, I, well, I've been meditating a lot. How do you do that? I just put my headphones on. I have a couple tapes I listen to, and I just let it go. And do, it's really good. Do you close your eyes? I do, yeah. I, sit, it, I, I meditate on the Uber ride over here. Interesting. Yeah. What yeah. is this, like rain sounds? No, it's a guide. I do guided. And you have a specific guide? Uh, I have a couple different ones, yeah. But it's really good for you. It's really good. What is good. that, through an, an app? Uh, I do it on YouTube, but there is an app called Headspace where you can meditate. It, it's changed a lot for me. Really? Calm me down. How often do you do it? Every day. And how long is it? Uh, I'll try to do three 20-minute sessions. Yo! I'll try. Sometimes I That's don't. great. Sometimes, I mean, not every day, but sometimes I'll take a nap. And in that nap, I'm just like, all right, I'm going to go lay down. And yeah. I'll just close my eyes. I'll put those little uh, blinders on. And then I'll just, like, f- kind of fall asleep for 20 minutes. Yeah. But it is peaceful. And I usually wake up feeling re- refreshed from it. Yeah. it's I do it when I'm falling asleep. And it gives you a really good night's sleep. But it's great meditating. It's changed me a lot was there a reason that you started to do it like you heard it from someone i just want to be less anxious uh basically the science behind the it is that the breathing slows down the brain waves so you're not thinking all these different things it just kind of slows let you processes everything at once like let you be more present i'm trying and, it right now bro what is it yeah. in through the nose out through the mouth in through the nose for four seconds hold it for two breathe out for six that's the most optimal way to do it you could do bigger. You could do a real hearty breath in and hold it and then for like six seconds about you let it out. But just imagine that for like 20 minutes. You ever fall asleep doing it? Um, no, I've gotten pretty tired doing it, though. You do get tired a little well, bit. The, but, then the you're, guys, but, then, but then as soon as you're done, you're like back to normal. Does the guy's voice wake you up, though, or like keep you awake? No. No, no. But once you're... Once it's done, it's not like you stay tired. Like, you're back to normal. Interesting. You use yeah. white noise to fall asleep? No. I use a sleep. It's like a sleep meditation video. It's just basically like everything's going to be fine. You're doing fine. This and that. Is it like a YouTube that. thing also? I, what? A YouTube thing yeah, also? Yeah, You I, watch it or listen? I listen to it. All right, what were I, you going to say? I've had, you know, anxiety problems for years, so that seems... But I'm sure the drinking is helping, man. <laughs> no. You, I mean, the not drinking, excuse yeah. me. I'm sure the not drinking well, is the helping. Well, the drinking definitely is bad for anxiety. Definitely. I mean, I used to get... I would just get drunk, especially in college, and just, like, pick fights. Like, just pick arguments with people for no reason. Yeah, man. Just, like, the littlest thing. Like I You would never just, really hear that from people who, like, smoke weed. Like, they never... People who are smoking weed no. rarely ruin the night, I guess. <laughs> Unless yeah. they get too high, and then they just are in the corner not talking to anyone, not bothering yeah. anyone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, doing both at the same time is really bad. Because one's, one's an upper, one's a downer. Do you eat a lot of meat? Not a ton, no. That also, I have heard that like if you eat a ton, it also raises your blood levels. But I don't know. People probably be pissed at me for saying that. But like, 
uh, there's a lot of science on having a clear thought process and having your like blood waves clear if you're not eating meat. Yeah, well, diet definitely is tied diet, to mental. Yeah, sunlight. Your brain. I don't day like today going out in the sun is actually really good for you. It just depends how freaking long you're going yeah, out in the sun. Yeah, too hot's no good. But. So what's on tap for tonight, man? What are you doing tonight? We have our show in Astoria. Me and Derek Humphrey uh, are running a one-off at Grove Thirty Four. Why is it a one-off? I thought you do shows there a few times. Well, it's our first one, so we're going to see. Uh, not really one-off. We're going to see how it goes. I swear I've seen you do other shows there. It's a different type of show? It's a different show, yeah. Uh, but okay. we're going to see how it's, how it goes. And that's pretty close to your apartment? Well, I live upstairs. Oh, no way! So it's super simple, yeah. Let's go! Yeah, so it's easy. That's great, man. So it's a pretty good pretty good lineup, and we'll see how it goes. I don't know. The heat wave might... I don't know if it's going to affect attendance for comment. It doesn't seem like it has been. No. Do you have good AC? Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. I so think that's a good, good plug also from now for like the next three and a half, four weeks. Yeah. If you're doing shows like that, just be like, we have a sick AC system yeah. also. Yeah, uh, you know, I never even thought of that. Yeah, I think that's a, that's also a good plug. Come yeah. in, enjoy the, <laughs> enjoy the not freaking heat wave inside, something yeah. like that. So besides going to Chicago, you have anything else exciting coming up? Now just making, I've been making a lot of TikTok videos, making some Instagram reel. You ever make your own stuff, kind of? What do you mean? Like just your own short videos. I mean, all the stuff I do. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's fun. I'm learning, well, I've learned like editing. I'm learning editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those types of videos, and it's, it's fun. Yeah, man. In terms of like whole production stuff, I've learned so much just kind of doing everything myself for the most part. Yeah. Like I didn't know how to use this road board for so long until I was forced to after like the first guy who I was doing the podcast with kind of left after who like the it? first 60 episodes. My buddy Pat Charmel, who I went to college with, mm-hmm. and then Peter Moran, who. Uh, oh, I love yeah, Peter. Yeah, yeah, I love Peter. Uh, you were he, doing it with him? Yeah, so he from episode like 70 to episode. I think like episode 100, he was uh, co-hosting this with me. Okay. But um, since then, it's just, be, it's just been your boy doing it. Yeah, Peter's So funny. it's been fun, man. Yeah, it's been great. James, man. Um, so if, um, if it's cool with you, I think we're going to wrap it up right yeah. now. But um, shout out your Instagram. It's shout at, out where we can find you. And we'll put it right here. It's at Pontillo James is the Instagram, I think. I don't even know. And uh, <laughs> you can find me at, at, on Twitter at uh, Pontello77. I'm on TikTok under the same name. Love TikTok. Are you on TikTok? Yeah, dude, I love TikTok too. It's the best. I it's don't know why. It's just so unpredictable though. Sometimes I it, love it. It stresses me out. I love it. Well, look, the thing I always tell myself is, even if a video bombs, just do another. You yeah, yeah, doing totally, them man, totally. Hit. Yeah, exactly. Like the amount of videos I put on TikTok, it's been thousands. Yeah. There was a, there was a a long period of time, probably like. I'd say three to five months where I was just putting three videos up a day. Yeah. Now yeah. I just try and do like one really good one. Yeah. Stuff like that. For sure. Cool. Love James, it. thank you thanks so much again. for coming on the podcast. Guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Peace. Oh.